Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Ah, yes. Six billion more for the Ayatollahs. The Democrats must be in charge. And cash for hostages. That always sets a good precedent, don't you think? Your Democrat party at work. Now, this time, at least, it's not our money, I guess, going to the uh, the Ayatollahs. But since we're at it, uh, CNN is very excited to announce Biden asks Congress for $24 billion in more Ukraine assistance. It's called assistance, right? It's not military. It's not uh, going from us to Ukraine back to the U.S. military-industrial complex. That's not what's happening. They're just doing, uh, you know, uh, good work keeping war in Europe going for, uh, it's got to be a decade or so. As member Thoroughly Modern Millie told us that he sees this war going on for years and maybe decades, knowing that he was going to be retiring a year later and he was going to have to get, you know, a bunch of board positions like Hunter Biden on various, uh, you know, Raytheon and Boeing and some of the other big, uh, big stuff, I'm telling you. So uh, Biden asked Congress for $24 billion more in Ukraine assistance. And uh, really, the, you talk about your return on investment, you know, your ROI. You got your ROI. I, uh, it looks like Ukraine's return on investment is just extraordinary. I mean, it was just, you know, single-digit millions of dollars to the Biden family. And then Joe Biden's president, um, when Trump was president, of course, Putin didn't invade Ukraine, and he sat on the border and menaced them, but was afraid of what might happen if he did it. Then uh, Joe Biden came along. Now, the Iranians, of course, are stepping up to uh, take advantage of Biden being in the White House, and they want billions and billions of dollars since they have some hostages, and uh, that's working out like a charm. And this is perfect. They're playing it perfectly because Biden is such a stooge. Speaking of which, today is, this is actually true, if you go to your national uh, calendar, national day calendar, because, you know, tomorrow's like rutabaga day and we've got donut day and pizza day and stuff. Today is National Presidential Joke Day. August 11th every year is National Presidential Joke Day. And it's a day to tell presidential jokes. And this works out really well, actually. This is National Presidential Joke Day and Joe Biden is president. Bada boom. That's what more need be said. He's the biggest joke. What a joke we've got as president. So uh, he really uh, brings uh, life. Uh, he animates presidential joke day. Am I the right? The world's watching. Not a joke. Not, not a joke. Not a joke. It's not a joke. He's the joke. The joke's on us. The joke's on the world. But Putin knows that uh, he can push him around. Xi Jinping, ricochet rabbit, knows that they can push Biden around. The Ayatollah. And the mullahs are pushing Biden around. 
Uh, Ukraine is just manipulating this. That's just a pay-for-play scheme. It's a quid pro quo. And, uh, boy, it's paying off like never before. Not a joke. President Joe Biden on Presidential Joke Day is asking Congress for more than $24 billion for Ukraine and other international needs. Wink, wink, all related to the Ukraine war. As he works to sustain support for the war, which will go on forever and ever, amid signs of softening support among Americans. The request, which includes more than $13 billion in security assistance and $7.3 billion for economic and humanitarian assistance in Ukraine, sets up a potential battle with Republicans in Congress. How dare they not just spend tens of billions of dollars every time Joe Biden wakes up in the morning with porridge on his chin some of whom voice skepticism about providing Ukraine any more money as a counteroffensive wears on and prospects of the war concluding soon appear slim. Well, uh, excuse me, where is the peace process? I've been asking this question since uh, the first week or two. Who is, uh, where, Geneva, the United Nations, New York, the Biden administration, the U.S. Secretary of State, American diplomats, Anybody involved in a peace process? Shouldn't they meet in Paris and argue over the shape of the table for a while just to get things going? Do we have to bring Henry Kissinger out of retirement to bring peace to Europe in 2023? There's no discussion of peace talks at all because Joe Biden is a stooge for the military-industrial complex. No, I'm not joking. And by the way... Another $24 billion. That's just extraordinary. In total, the supplemental request adds up to roughly $40 billion because it also includes $3.3 billion meant to fund infrastructure in countries affected by the Russian invasion. We're going to build bridges. We should send Pete Boot Edge Edge over there to make sure the bridges aren't racist and uh, stuff like that. Make sure they're LGBTQ-friendly highways and... Uh, so it, uh, it, it just, uh, it, you know, here's a $12 billion request for funding disaster relief, potentially sweetening the package. CNN actually says sweetening the package for skeptical Republicans who have voiced concern approving aid, more aid for Ukraine. It also includes $3.3 billion meant to fund infrastructure in countries affected by Russia's invasion and attempt at preventing coercive Chinese lending from taking hold in those nations. Yeah, we've got to give them billions of dollars so the Chinese don't come in and give them billions of dollars. And it includes $4 billion in funding for border security. Not here in the United States, mind you. <laughs> but in Ukraine, he'll go to war over uh, Ukraine's border security. But in our country, he'll blow up any uh, effort to control our own border. Just amazing stuff. Boy, they are great, aren't they? And uh, by the way, you know, uh, I talked about it yesterday. We talked about it yesterday. The mayor of New York, Eric Adams, who's an embarrassment, is demanding $12 billion in aid for New York City alone because of illegal aliens that are there in that sanctuary city. Uh, And obviously the correct answer here is to raise taxes, 
on everybody in New York. Really, you know, they should do it the Democrat way. Only on people making more than $400,000 a year. Raise taxes only. Joe Biden says this works. So if it works nationwide, it's got to work in New York City. There are more people there making $400,000, probably any place else on the planet. We're also asking the federal government to declare a state of emergency. This will allow federal funds to be allocated quickly to help address the urgent challenges we face. They face urgent challenges, but you're a sanctuary city. You invited everybody in. You ridiculed and assaulted and attacked and smeared and mocked mayors and governors along our southern border who raised the alarm, sounded the alarm ages ago. And now it's on your front doorstep, which means that Greg Abbott is a genius, the governor of of Texas, because he sent a few plane loads of illegal aliens that the Biden administration waved in uh, to New York and to Martha's Vineyard. And, and, uh, and, and then they're like, hey, wait a minute. This really is a problem. But if New York City, when they've got 100,000, they say, illegal aliens, although the New York Post says 25,600 illegal aliens, and, you know, there are so many liars in the Democrat Party and in the media, not at the New York Post, but uh, the New York Times isn't even talking about it except to say, give us $12 billion. Uh, you know, because the Midwest, people in the Midwest, the American middle class, have to fund the Democrat Party's damp fantasies that are uh, catastrophic, obviously. Now, let me say that if New York City, and that, uh, by the way, 12, even if you go with the higher figure of 100,000 illegal aliens, um, and Massachusetts has declared a state of emergency as well, the Democrats there, they're a sanctuary state, they're declaring a state of emergency, they're going to want a federal bailout probably by close of business today. $12 billion, that's $120,000 per illegal alien for one city, right? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Isn't that amazing? But when I saw this, I immediately started uh, raising questions. Well, let me see. Um, how many billions does Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona get? How many billions does Tucson, Arizona get? How about Sierra Vista? Uh, honestly, uh, how about San Antonio? How many billions of dollars does San Antonio get if New York gets $120,000 per illegal alien, I honestly, and I, and I mean this because uh, they need to draw attention to the criminality of the Biden administration and the Democrats. Every Republican mayor in a border town, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, forget about California, they've committed suicide already. Every Republican mayor in Texas and in, in Arizona, in New Mexico, should do what Eric Adams is doing. And I mean this. They, they should do this. Uh, and, and Republican attorneys general should start charging Biden and Biden people with crimes, too, because this the Democrats are showing the way once again. But the Democrats are showing the way $12 billion for New York City. So Midland, Odessa, Texas should ask for, what, you know, use the same dollar figure, $120,000 per illegal alien. So if they've got 100,000 of them, they need $12 billion too. If they have 200,000, they need $24 billion. And why do I have to run all this? I mean, <laughs> honestly, all of these border towns and cities need to do exactly what Eric Adams is doing in New York City and then have the Republican governors come forward and say, we've got a bill for you and we're using the New York City model and you owe us $165 billion. 
All right? You owe us $88 billion. Tally this stuff up and hold a press conference and watch the news media ignore it because they're filthy, dirty, rotten, corrupt. They cheat on their wives, their taxes, their expense reports. They cheat on everything. Every border town should use the same formula, the New York formula, and get together and hold a press conference. Just, uh, just saying. All right, let's get back to Joe Biden funneling billions more to terrorists, to terrorists, because the Democrats love terrorists. They gave us the white knights of the Ku Klux Klan with their boy Nathan Bedford Forrest and, you know, Senator Robert Byrd, a longtime colleague of Joe Biden's. Remember, Joe Biden didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle when they were racially integrating schools in Delaware. They, uh, the Democrats, they created the Students for a Democratic Society, the Weathermen, which then was deemed to be sexist, and they changed it to the Weather Underground. Terrorist groups, cop killers, robbers funding the communist revolution. William Ayers, Bernadine Dorn, palling around with Barack Obama, tenured professors at major American universities, and so on. And, uh, and uh, sorry, I got a lot to say. <laughs> Piercy's looking at me. We got sound bites to get to here. <laughs> <laughs> and we do, uh, and I'll get to them. I'll get to them. Scout's honor in just a minute. You know CBD. CBDs are everywhere now. They're putting CBD in everything. Well, my friends and great sponsors of our humble radio broadcast, Generic CBD, they've infused CBD into their number one best-selling deep-penetrating muscle and joint cream. And let me tell you, this stuff is famous. It, uh, it's amazing. It works like magic, it melts right into your knees, elbows, shoulders, back, especially your stiff fingers, your hands, your knuckles, you know. goes to work in a matter of seconds, and even my best girl says it's a fantastic moisturizer. The company is called GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them before. They sell premium CBD products for a whole lot less cash. And right now, you can start out by trying their muscle and joint cream for free, for free. You pay $2.95 to help with the shipping and handling, get it to your front door. But don't worry, it's not a subscription. There are no strings attached. They want you to try it because they know you're going to love it, and you're going to buy more for yourself and for mom and for your co-workers. So get your free sample today at genericcbd.com. That's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D, genericcbd.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or illness. Yeah, I've got, uh, you know, some people, uh, sane people responding to Joe Biden's billions for terror. Uh, and I've got more morning joke for you, too. Completely nuts. And O.J. Simpson. Don't go anywhere. As unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Banana, 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 banana. 
Uh, and it turns out that uh, Ukrainians are really making out like bandits. They gave the Biden family $6.5 million. And now, according to the Panhandler Broadcasting System, they've gotten $113 billion in return. That is a return on investment to beat the band. That's, uh, you know, uh, maybe Bud Light should uh, hire <laughs> a Ukrainian because I still need to get to that, too. Let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Tom calling from Annandale, Virginia. Thomas, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Tom. Tom. Tom put his phone down. How are you? Hey, there's Tom. Hey, Tom, I'm good. What do you say, huh? Well, hey, I would like to know how long these uh, these uh, uh, channels that they're distributing this money have been founded. Because back when $160 billion was dropped in Europe, euros, I thought, wait a minute, that's a lot of money. And so a friend of mine said, well, it's why all kickbacks. They pay a bunch of people and they put the money in numbered accounts in the Bahamas and, and in Europe. And he said, it, it's just that's the way it's done. Now, he said that's the way the Bushes did it when they con- they convinced the government to sell uh, Potomac Yards in Washington and uh, Eisenhower Avenue as uh, quote unquote to the Carlucci group, which was the Carlisle group. And that's how they all got rich. But here's the deal. If those these channels were founded back then and what a be- what better way since the. The Biden uh, funds are kind of drying up, drying up since the, the House is investigating them. What better way to use the money again than to give them another $16 billion? Because or if, it's, if it's either going to the Bahama bank accounts or the uh, distributed through these, uh, these, these you know, businesses, to the, it, it, it's, sure, it's sure starting to make sense. And that's why it's so tied up in knots, because the the Republicans started it, and uh, the Democrats just fine-tuned it. So there you go. That's my conspiracy of the, the for the day. <laughs> All right, Tom. Uh, thank you. I uh, one conspiracy at a time. I, I think you know. Uh, uh, keep the focus, uh, and you know if that's uh, Republicans are uh, dirty for something. You know, uh, developing areas around Washington D.C. Not necessarily on the same level as uh, what's going on in Ukraine and. And direct payments to the Biden family, uh, not necessarily the same as what we're describing here. Uh, I got a whole lot. Don't go anywhere. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We were just doing a little math here. We were doing our gazintas on the, uh, you know, two gazinta four, four gazinta eight. Like Jethro Bodine mathematics. Not like that uh, Lisa Heinerscheid at Bud Light. She does a different kind of math. But we were just doing the math on this. And according to the Panhandler Broadcasting System, suckling on the taxpayer teat. 
On August 10th, they said that we, the United States, the American taxpayer, had already provided $113 billion to Ukraine. $113 billion. Today, we're looking at a total package of $40 billion more. Uh, and uh, good luck on the math. Uh, $25 billion goes to Ukraine for the war. Uh, figure it out. They say they're that there will be $2 billion in there for securing the American border with Mexico, the U.S. border with Mexico, $2 billion. Oops. So uh, $2 billion for securing our own border, $113 billion for securing Ukraine's borders, plus the 25 to $40 billion being announced today. It's almost as much we're, almost as if we're playing with fake money, you know, house money. Monopoly money. Uh, it's the left. They want to bankrupt. It's the Cloward and Piven strategy. Bankrupt democracy. And by the way, Barack Obama and his agents are behind the curtain. Corinne Jean-Pierre admitted it recently that uh, Obama and many of his senior people are in regular daily contact with the senior officials at the Biden White House. And who can even name anybody at the Biden White House? Most Americans couldn't even name a single cabinet secretary in this administration because they're such a useless bunch of nubs. But in any event, did a little math. Just on the $113 billion, not adding in today's $25 or $40 billion, and looked at the fact that the Ukrainians, according to records obtained by Republicans on Capitol Hill, the Ukrainians have provided $6.5 million to the Biden family. $6.5 million to the Biden family, including $5 billion to the President of the United States, Joe Biden. And in return, they have thus far received $113 billion, plus another $25 to $40 billion in the pipeline now. $2 billion for U.S. border security. You know, like $140 billion for Ukrainian border security. Okay? Just, uh, you know, just pointing stuff out. But I took the $113 billion and I divided it by the $6.5 million that Ukraine gave to the Biden family. And that is a return of investment that comes out to 17,384%. 17,384% return on investment. Because they put $6.5 million into the Biden family coffers. The Biden family has seen to it that $113 billion, as of August 10th, sent to Ukraine. Boy, I'm telling you, that crackhead shows results, doesn't he? He must be the most successful crackhead on the planet today, I'm thinking. That's why his Secret Service code name is The Crackhead. The Crackhead's moving. The Crackhead's moving. Unleash the Crackhead. Unleash the Crackhead. <laughs> I like that. So that's some crazy math right there, isn't it? Yes, it is. But $2 billion uh, for U.S. border security. Now $113 billion plus $25 billion, you know, so whatever that is. Uh, $138 billion for Ukrainian border security and $2 billion for us. You might begin to think that he's not on our side. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? All right, let's get back to the audio because they're sending, uh, now freeing up billions for Iran the uh, world's number one state sponsor of terror. And Kabul Kirby said, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. The, uh, South Korea and seven other countries, so the U.S. plus eight, uh, agreed to freeze the Iranian assets, and Joe Biden's going to let it go because he's giving them $6 billion 
for five American hostages being held by the Ayatollahs in Iran, right? You may remember that um, Barack Obama gave the Taliban, he gave them back their high command that we had captured on the battlefield. Americans killed capturing the Taliban high command. Barack Obama and Joe Biden gave the Taliban back the five leaders of the Taliban, their high command, in exchange for Bo Bergdahl. Bo Bergdahl, who deserted his unit, and they love deserters. That's the kind of um, you know military personnel the left likes because they're not on our side. They're not on our. Once you recognize that, then so it's um, you know forget arms for hostages, billions. So what have we got? Five hostages, six billion dollars. So I think that's one point two billion dollars per hostage. One billion two hundred million dollars per hostage. Am I doing my gazintas correctly there? Uh, former Vice President Mike Pence is running for president. He was on the television talking about this uh, very uh, billions for hostages deal that the Biden administration is ginning up. I always welcome the idea of Americans hostages being released. But I think President Biden's decision to give five billion dollars to the mullahs in Tehran is a disgrace. The United States of America doesn't pay ransom. And the very idea that we would transfer $5 billion to the mullahs so that they can continue to support Russia's unconscionable invasion, they can continue to sow violence across the region, uh, is just unconscionable. It's unconscionable. It's hostages. It's ransom. It's a disgrace. He's right. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo uh, I believe he was first in his class at West Point as well. Uh, the Iranians wanted that money, and now they're going to get it. We're at about a billion dollars a hostage. That market price will be recognized by the Russians, by the North Koreans who hold an American who came across the border. And the chance that the Iranians will take further American hostages only increases as a result of this. Only increases. Uh, more hostages, more payoffs. General Jack Keane, now retired four-star Army general, former vice chief of staff of the United States Army. The Iranians have been doing this ever since, you know, they, the mullahs took over in Iran in the early 1980s. The idea of, of using extortion to get uh, uh, hostages in exchange for ransom money is a business operation that they've been involved in. And every time we give them the money in exchange for that, or another country does, it's, that's obvious. Everybody knows what the answer is. It's an incentive for them to just to keep doing it. Yeah, uh, and uh, General Keene is a common-sense guy. I've uh, met him a handful of times myself. Good guy, uh, straight shooter. And uh, he's not full of it like uh, Joe Biden. The Iranians have stepped up their aggression during this administration ever since they took over for a couple of reasons. One, we reached out and appeased them. Two, we stiffed the Arabs and the Israelis. And, and what has happened as a result of that, as our relationships deteriorated in the region, China and Russia began to exercise more control. But uh, they're not on our side. And once you accept the fact that they're not on our side, then everything will begin to come together and make sense. Uh, the, by the way, the Biden administration announced to their friends in the media who massaged them with lubricants in response that the U.S. intelligence community is now going to be working with the private sector, uh, very cozy, cozy private sector intelligence community relationship. And uh, with that news, I, I just want to remind of Benito Mussolini's definition of what is fascism, and that is 
a merger of state and corporate power. And David Garrow, the uh, Pulitzer Prize-winning presidential historian, who in the Tablet article several days ago said that the Obama administration will be remembered by historians as the administration, the point in U.S. government history when the Democratic Party came together with the corporate oligarchs, fulfilling Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism. Garrow was referring specifically to the information oligarchs. I've been talking about this for years now. I'm glad the Pulitzer Prize-winning presidential historian David Garrow has caught up and agrees. Now, with that, um, the word fascist was being bandied about on MSDNC this morning by a fascist by the name of Mehdi Hassan, who is a radical left-wing extremist. Adolf Hitler's party was a socialist workers' party. Joseph Stalin and the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. Mehdi Hassan. The reality is the left understands two things. Number one, there is a fascist threat at the door, number one. And number two, Joe Biden's actually governed in a pretty progressive way and taken on board a lot of Bernie ideas, Warren ideas, and, you know, not as many as some of us might like, but more than we thought. So he's a communist, Mehdi Hassan. Uh, Not as many Bernie Sanders ideas. Bernie's a communist. He honeymooned into the Soviet Union. He, He laments the loss of the Soviet Union because he's more Soviet than he is American. Mehdi Hassan, there's a fascist threat at the door. Well, you're the fascist threat, fascist boy. And the ongoing merger of state and corporate power, as liberal presidential historian and Obama biographer points out, it was the Obama administration, the official historians will note, uh, merger of the Democrat Party and the corporate oligarchs, the information oligarchs. They don't need... uh, you know, uh, locomotives and airplanes. They need to control the information. And the fascism of the 21st century is the merger of state, in this case, Democrat Party in the United States, and corporate, in this case, information oligarchs from Jeff Bezos to Mark Zuckerberg and and on and on. And they had Jack Dorsey, and uh, they're very furious about Elon Musk. So the fascist threat at the door, which sounds a lot like Donnie Douche from this morning uh, on the same television show, Uh, morning joke. Do you not understand that if Donald Trump wins, nothing else matters because it's over? Morning Joe might not exist anymore because Donald Trump has said, if I'm elected, I want the FCC reporting directly into me. And he will cancel the show. Uh, The FCC does not regulate cable television, moron. Uh, And then you may remember Michael Beschloss, Michael Beschloss, um, who is another presidential historian and a uh, left-winger uh, rich boy uh, grew up with servants in the mansion and, you know, uh, chauffeurs and uh, things. Michael Beschloss. What was at stake tonight and this week was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. We're on the edge of a brutal authoritarian system, and it could be a week away. That was uh, in reference to the midterm elections of last year, if the Republicans should take over Congress. Uh, completely uh, nuts, and uh, your children could be killed uh, because the Republicans will round up your children and kill them. That's what's going to happen. Uh, Joe Scarborough this morning um, uh, was agreeing with what Donnie Douche was saying about um, the FCC, which doesn't regulate cable television, and Joe Scarborough doesn't know this, and 
Donnie Douche doesn't know this, uh, but Joe Scarborough, who actually was a member of Congress, amazingly, and uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy, this morning agreeing with uh, the Duster. I mean, you, you, you look at what's happened in Hungary, you look what's happened with Orban. Orban didn't take broadcasters out that opposed him, lined him up against the wall and shot him. No, he just regulated him out of business. What's Donald Trump done? He's looked at what Orban's doing. He said, OK, I'm going to have control of the FCC so I can decide what shows are on TV and what shows are not on TV. I have liberals all the time saying you need to push to have Fox News, like get the FCC to investigate this and get the FCC to investigate that. It doesn't work that way in America. It doesn't work that way, at least in this America, but that's how Donald Trump wants it to work in his America. That's uh, other than the fact that the FCC doesn't regulate cable TV. It's a great conspiracy theory. You're psychotics. You should check yourselves into mental institutions for the help that you need. But this is today's Democrat Party. And uh, know that uh, Democrat California Congresswoman Katie Porter who has three children and is vying now for Dianne Feinstein's Senate seat in California, uh, has a, a very different but comparable apocalyptic view of the world. I told my nine-year-old daughter that I was going to be speaking with you, and I said, what do you think about climate change? And she said, the earth is on fire, and we're all going to die soon. Good. And I asked her how that made her feel, and she said it made her feel angry. That made her feel angry. This is uh, quite a household they've got there. It's, if the house ever catches on fire, they should look for arson, and it might be them doing it to themselves because they're completely insane. Uh, and, you know, uh, Trump is going to regulate. You guys are the guys that are regulating the hell out of everything. And all over the Internet, Joe Scarborough is, uh, has been harassed by the radical left-wing fascists that, uh, that uh, uh, Joe Biden should use the FCC to take Fox News off the air. Again, the FCC doesn't regulate cable television, but every day is an IQ test. These, these people, can I just say, these people. Amazing stuff. Now, uh, we got to vote. Let's go to OJ, because OJ, OJ demonstrated once again that Democrats have no sense of irony. He's uh, talking about a, a rapper who was driving real fast in his car and crashed into another car and killed a young woman, and the young woman's uh, dog. And uh, O.J. Simpson wants to know why he was uh, convicted of, uh, of vehicular manslaughter, only sentenced to, what is it, three to nine years in prison. Uh, and O.J. Simpson, who got away with two murders, is furious about this because he was sent to jail for that armed robbery in the Vegas hotel. You're driving a car at roughly 160 miles an hour on a public street and end up killing a girl and her dog and you get three to ten years. You go to a hotel room that you're invited to to retrieve your own personal stolen property. Stolen. Property I now have because it was ruled to be mine by the state of California. Was his wife's head there? And you get nine to thirty-three years. He's very upset. A, uh, uh, a rapper named Henry Ruggs III, Henry Ruggs III, sentenced to three to ten years in prison for vehicular manslaughter. And O.J. immediately recognized the unfairness of it all. <laughs> That's unfair. Because he did this armed robbery in a hotel, and he was sentenced to more prison time. He was released pretty quick. No sense of irony, these people. 
He murdered two people, including the mother of his children, with a giant knife while wearing his Bruno Molly shoes. He cut his own hand through his $500 leather gloves that his wife bought for him at an exclusive store in New York. And he has the temerity. I wonder if uh, he's found the, the real killer yet. Has he found the real killer? He's still looking for the real killer. Could be golfing somewhere today. I got a little good need to do. So God bless. Take care. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. There is a, uh, the luckiest guy in the world, maybe, named uh, Billy Bush, B-U-S-C-H, heir to the Anheuser-Busch fortune. Billy Bush was on uh, Newsmax TV night before last. He said he wants to buy back Bud Light from the company uh, because he thinks they made a terrible mistake with that Harvard woman. I understand better than ever how my family went about uh, doing business. And that was they loved this country and they they never got into politics. They stayed away from politics because they didn't want to turn off a big portion of the population. This was not the uh, Billy Bush from the Trump tape. Totally different, different spelling and everything. And uh, what does uh, Billy Bush want to do when he buys back Bud Light? I think they need to bring a Bush in. They need to bring maybe me in and um, and and help them get out of this hole or sell the brand to me because <laughs> I'd buy it. I'm in the beer business anyway. I think, you know, they're going to have to do something drastic in order to change the tide that's rolling with them right now. And in order to do that, um, they're going to have to do something like that, honestly. So let's see what happens. Um, I think I can make Bud Light great again, to tell you the truth. Make Bud Light great again. That's a little tell there. I, uh, I, if he bought it, I'd start drinking it again. And I uh, used to. At the same time, Disney has brought in a gender-fluid cross-dressing lunatic named Sean Altman, uh, who's kind of a tranny. And uh, they've hired this tranny to dress up like Minnie Mouse in order to sell girls' Minnie Mouse clothing to little kids children the character most like me is minnie mouse and i have the most perfect dress to start the look it even has little mickeys on it so disney is trying to bud light themselves with the bottle and everything completely mental listen have a wonderful american weekend god bless america we're not done but we're in a brawl the democrat party is the bad guy here Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.